Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Shane Oliver Experience. Lovely Wednesday night. I have with us today Metal Josh, aka Josh Dawson. He currently plays in Decapitated Mum, Poverotti, uh, Powerful Owl, and fuck knows who else. Um, because I know for a fact that you've been in God. Just name a Brisbane just, band. Yeah, man. yeah, pretty just, much. Just name any band. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so how you been, man? I haven't seen you for a while. What have you been up to? Uh, taking it as easy as I possibly could. Uh, really, I don't know. I don't know what I've been doing. <clears throat> been all, been all it, over the shop. Is what you've just been just chugging along in the zone, just day to day. I've been I've been finding different zones. Uh, every every day is a new zone. It's weird to see you without long hair for once. Yeah, no, I've, I've had long hair. My anybody who knows me today has known me with long hair. Yeah, the whole time they've known me. Yep. School, anything doesn't matter. That's everybody's known me with just because I down to my down to my nips. <laughs> I when I saw you last was when you guys played at uh, the back room. I can't remember who it was for. It was Which one of the gig. Um, oh, see, I can't remember what gig it was. Uh, it was maybe a couple of months ago, um, in January, I think it was, and um, that was when I'd seen you for a oh, fair no. while. That was um, that was, was that, that was the, the gig day. where I yes, that oh, was no. the day. I'm oh, so sorry yeah. you saw that. That was <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. I'd, I'd tote that as probably my low point as a performer. <laughs> if I'm being honest, That's, that was really like my worst moment. As oh a, no! But you know what? If you had fun. Oh, yeah, no, it was a good night. It was a good night. It was funny. To, it, I mean, it wasn't funny, but like just out of nowhere seeing you with no hair, it was more of a shock than anything. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I was, I was fucking blind too. So, oh, yeah. Sorry, language warning. Oh, no, it's okay. Oh, it's all good. It's okay. It's a podcast. We're not it on is. radio. It doesn't matter. No, we can no, say no. whatever the fuck we want. Yes. Yes. That's okay. Within reason, of course. Yeah, of course. On, let's be, let's be civil now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Continue. Yes, you had the low point with the shaving of the head, but how have you felt since then? Oh, it's all up from here, man. <laughs> it's all it's all improvements, leaps yep. and bounds forward. Yeah. And uh, right. So the last gig that you played that was uh, down down at Vinny's, wasn't it? Yeah, um, man. I didn't get it. I didn't. I, I unfortunately couldn't make it to that one. I was pretty spewing about it because I was really fanging to see Shackles. Yep. Um, play down there as well. Um, how, how was that one anyway? It's fantastic. I got I got to see most of my favorite bands from this country on that lineup. Yeah, that was, no that was a really really excellent time. Got yep. to see got to see uh, Frame Three One Three, who are forever evolving. Forever, a new act every time I see them. Yeah. Sometimes they do a classic, a classic uh, bass and drums. It's not drum and bass though. <laughs> it's it's bass and it's drums and it's screaming about uh, philosophy and. <laughs> I and, love uh, that. I love that whole yeah, idea. And then you get you get you you know you suppressant is the best grind band in the country. There I said it. Ooh, they'll hear they they might never hear this, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure they do hear it one day. One day. Oh man, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I rate Meth Leopard up there pretty high at the moment. Oh yeah, they were they were fan. And you know what? Top blokes. Yeah. There's yeah. something. There's something about uh, two piece bands. Just super know, chill. Super chill. Always, always. I, I feel. I feel the less 
the less points of contact you have to go through to make a decision. <laughs> yeah, there's less disputes. It's it's fifty fifty. Yeah, it's the amount of times. So yeah, so I I play I play in this band, Powerful Owl, two piece. Anytime it's there's a decision to be made, it's just hey man, you want to do this? And then it's yes or no, and done. And that's 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 all the organization we have to do. Yeah. Outside of you know actual logistical. Yeah, getting there and playing and organization. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Powerful Owl, um, I didn't even know that you were playing in that one as well. How long have you been a t- playing in a two-piece for? Like yeah. how long has Powerful Owl been doing a thing? Whoa. Powerful Owl's a really long, it's a, it's a slow burn. Slow burn. Yeah, we've, we've, been, we've been talking about doing that for since we were teenagers pretty much. Yeah. Um, but we eventually pulled our finger out and uh, got some stuff done. Which is very we, recently, I take it. Then, uh, well, in in kind of sporadic bursts. So we got, we got a lot done uh, in in twenty sixteen. I think uh, we got fuck, a whole album's worth of music improvised in one go, kind of. Uh, and then a few months later, we did it again, a uh, bunch of different songs. So we ended up with about two albums worth of material really quickly, with just just kind of vibing off each other as musicians because we've known each other a really long time. I was, was about to ask that as well. When when it comes to writing, um, not just in a two-piece, but writing in general with, with other bandmates, you know, you can always have those sort of differences in, in styles of music. But when it comes to someone uh that you've been that you've known for a long time and that you've you've jammed for a long time as mm. well when it just comes to that point when you want to get together and write some shit yep how how much how easier is it for you uh as a writing process um to to get that done because i know for some bands they can they can get it out Quick smart, like yep, yep. as quick as you can. And some people can take up to six months to a year to write a whole well, album, was, you know. I was gonna say, man, D De- Decapitated Mum has been a band. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh correct Benjamin. <laughs> I was waiting for something. I was waiting no, for it's that. all good. It's all good. It's the only time I'll do it. <laughs> uh no, so we've been we've been a band f- since twenty twelve. Yep. And Fuck, we've only had, time. we've only had, yeah, you think about, it's 2019 now. I do, your, your first show was at uh, MS House or some shit. Though. It that was. was. 2015 or 2014? 2014, I believe. It was yeah, like right. the tail end of 2014. Right. Pavarotti also played that. Yes, that's um, right. And yeah, sh- vocalist for Pavarotti went through the window. It was, yep. it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. We've had a lot of Pavarotti links in this show so far. Yes, we have. Like for your show in general. Yeah. Keeps now. Keeps coming back. Poverty, poverty. Yeah. Pover bloody Roddy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that you do see those guys do play a lot of shows as well. Absolutely. You know? Um and I've always been a big fan of the of that style of music too. Yeah, yep. The fast-paced thrash. Well, we're we're bringing back like the the ignorant like surf surf element back as well it's it's gonna like from the earlier material yeah man we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna feel old and it's gonna feel new yeah it's gonna feel well jumping and blue jumping from powerful owl we can always come back to that too but uh now you're in Pavarotti, who have just i wouldn't say just but um have now taken they're now four piece um with the bass yeah in terms of sound and and the writing structure how much has it changed i know you said that you've you're trying to bring back 
like those surfy elements yeah, uh, yeah. In, into the sound. Um, but considering the sound that you had been going for and then, say, coming back to an old one, has mm. it felt different with an added member in the band? Or It's almost, it's almost refreshing going back to something old, mm. but in, in kind of the new, the new dynamic, I suppose. Uh, you know, every, like, like I said, you know, every time you add or take away a, a link in your band chain, you know, it's, it's, it's always going to be a different experience. And I think, uh, you know, I can't, I can't speak for the band before I was in it, but, um, you know, I was, I was really loved what they did and mm. was, was a heavy supporter of the, their cause. Always, always wanted to help them out as much as I could, yeah. you know. In yeah, their, I know what you mean. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you've, you, you jump from a fair few bands, um, rehearsing time. For a lot of these guys, how do you, how do you I, fit it I in? I was I was flat out for a little while. Yeah, um, I I've dr- I've since dropped back considerably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd I'd say probably f- for my own benefit. <laughs> um, but well, you know, yeah, being in so many bands, you'd have to find time to rehearse with all of them because that's it. not all of them play the same sound. They don't play the same songs, no. same structure. Everything's different, essentially. It's, Even though they could be, they could still fit in that same bracket of genre whatever but each band is it's all heavy everything i do is is umbrella term heavy but you know varying varying it's like the opposite sides of the coin yeah i've got i've got bands like decapitated mom that are just all out like well they're spastic uh, i I would say like i i like i would put so the cat you're the bands that you're in right now like for me categorically I would put them in, say, with the two pieces, kind of like what you said, like a Doom piece style, mm-hmm. um, different sound, obviously. Then yep. you've got uh, Poverotti, like that grind, punk, thrashy. Mm. Um, uh, and especially, like you said, with the earlier elements with some of their songs, fucking that, that, that surfy sound to it yep, too. Yep. And then um, as they progressed, they got a bit more of that, like, Almost like power violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then with D-Mum, I, I, I put that in like the thrashy grindcore yep, sort yep. of style, which it, for me, like it, it is, it, 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 the elements change so, so quickly and so fast. Yep. That's, that's kind of like the definition of what like grind is. Well, it's we just were, a lot of noise very quickly. We always, you know? we always early on, um, for Decapitated Mum, we always really, uh, our, our, our uh, what's the word? Our emphasis was always on uh, keeping it, keeping it like grimy but groovy as well. So we want, we want, we want it to be like a big, weird party. Something you can still bounce your head to, but yeah, also exactly. be like, "Holy fuck, that's mental!" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, you've 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 seen it a few times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it, whenever I can, like to see any of my friends playing, I will <laughs> I will go and see them play. Well, you've full got stop. you've got. Friends yeah. in friends in high places, man. Oh man, you know? I'm yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. Um, but no, like it, it's always fun to see my friends get up there and play too. It's something I still want to do, and mm. and will eventually get there. I know I will at some point, even if it's like one th- one show or one thing. I know yeah. I, I know me personally that I want to do that, so mm. I will make sure it happens at some if point. If you've got the spark in you, man, it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Whether, whether you like it or not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just ride the wave, you know. You know. Um, yeah, so I know for a fact that. Oh, pardon me. Um, oh, I tell you what, these Coopers, these Coopers are quality. Um, putting the putting the gas in your tongue. They are. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not much of a drinker anymore. 
You know, one. Oh, not, who can in this economy, man? Well, yeah, Jesus. well, one not having that much money, and oh, this is this is a splurge. You know, I. <clears throat> yeah, but still, I don't mind a good beer when I have one. Anyway, so you, you're going through. Uh, you, you, you're currently in three bands. Um, how many, off the top of your head, could you say that you've been in in since you've been involved in this in the music scene? With with others, do you, do you know roughly? Are we counting like like kind of like fill in stuff I've done, like single shows I've done with bands here and there? If if you want, you can. Like, yeah, it's, I'd, it's I'd a, say it's over twenty. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty impressive too. So yeah, like, I've been playing. Even gigs. if it's just fill in spots, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like you've yeah. had to you've act, you've had to actively rehearse and learn songs sometimes i'm just know? i'm just i just turn up and somebody can't play and I'm, they're just like hey man here are the notes if you want to just you know play this bass part or something and i'll I, you know i've jumped up and yeah done done ridiculous i've learned sets <clears throat> sets on bass in in a car like in a packed van <laughs> on the way to the gig interstate you know it's always always something new to discover that i can do Right, right. Well, as soon like as you know, as quickly as you have to to try and learn a song. I mean, it it, it gave you the opportunity to go down in a interstate, though, like you said. In terms of times, too. yeah. And in speaking of interstate, have you? How often have you been on the road? Like, do you have not enough? Not enough. Jesus, not enough. Have you? Um, if anybody answers anything less than not enough, <laughs> I'm. I'm Telling them to hand in their user <laughs> hand card. Hand in their kit. Yeah, hand in your whole gear, everything. You know, it's um, you got to want to be on the road. Yeah, that's that's the whole fun of it. Yeah. Do you have what what sort of stories have you had over your time? Mostly just getting yelled at by like fucking rednecks. Just like the local rednecks. Yeah, T- like stopping stopping for a case of beer in like Warwick. You know, yeah, and, and you get out of the car and. You know, I, I look like a a Manson family <laughs> member at that point. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, the first thing that I get is, cut your hair, you fucking hippie. Yeah. Straight away. I haven't even, like, stepped my whole body out of the car and, and the, like, attendant <laughs> at this drive-through bottle was telling me to get a haircut. I'm like, just pulling your leg. Ah! No, it's, uh, that's kind of a fucking dick move. Oh, it, 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 I, w- I wish they were also friendly as that. Yeah. But I know. mean, you can tell he's giving you banter, obviously. Yeah, yeah, he's giving me like, some shit. You know, it's 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 all a bit of a all a bit of a how's it going? Yeah, but um, I suppose that would get annoying after a while. Though. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like every time you need to stop for a case of beer or like take a piss or you know get a get a greasy hamburger, that, <laughs> it's like there's always going to be like 50, 50 dudes with their eyes too far apart just staring at you. And that's why you cut your hair, isn't it? That and many other reasons, mate. <laughs> no, no. Um, so you've been. So where have you toured? Where have you actually like? Where have you gone to so, some of these bands outside of Warwick? I've, well, Warwick's, <laughs> let's face it, Warwick's on the way. <laughs> Warwick is on the way to nowhere special. Um, no, I've I've played in Sydney one time. That was the van. How, that how was the whole Warwick trip? Yeah. As well. So how how long? Well, staying on top of that one anyway. Uh, how long ago was it that you played in Sydney? 
was it when all this fucking bullshit music, law, crap, regulation oh, stuff actually, was starting to come it in? was a little bit before that. A little bit before, like, it. but. But so you haven't Just been there before since. that. Uh, no, I haven't been to Sydney since. But I'm going down in May, late May, with my Pavarotti dudes, ah. and we're going to play the uh, Disparo. Uh, is that a, album launch? Is this a, 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 a an on not on the nose? I should say. Is this a new thing that has surfaced? Is this a new gig that's uh, not been announced? Or? No, it's been, it's been announced, but it's it's not being pushed to people, you know, interstate so oh, much. Okay. It's, so it's. Uh, I think we're going to play the Queensland dates. So I think we've got a few of those lined up, but then we're going to play Sydney and Newcastle as well. Oh, so Disparo are touring nationally, are they? Well, or they're, East Coast they're doing or? their, yeah, they're doing their tour, but when they do their home shows, we're going to go down and play those oh, as well. Oh, okay, right. Sick bands, you know, Body Melt. I think we're playing with Obat Batuk, the best punk band in the country. I can't. Easily. Really? Easily. I, well, see, their that last, one, that one last album, to me. I need to start. No, their last album. shit. A s- songs about sausages and dragons I think it's called <laughs> It's like awesome. how, can, how can you go past that That is an awesome Fucking mix of Yeah Thoughts into one song like Yeah no it's That, that the, the, All those All those Under- People's brains man Like Wonderful things It is Wonderful it? things People's brains Yeah So you're heading down the tour With them Cause yeah I, I'm, I'm really interested in knowing Like first-hand experiences as well uh, from people that have played down in Sydney before all this this whole debacle yeah. with the Let's, live music scene yeah. down there and what it was like what it's like now because mm. all you're hearing is festivals and 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 venues along this, uh, like the main hub of, yep. of Sydney are just fucked yeah it's all it's know? all getting shot you know it's it's hard to speak as a as a northerner, I just want to know, like, if from firsthand experiences, because yeah. yeah, like, like you and myself, like, we're not from there, exactly. You know? we, we we're not we're not as affected by it, but you know, you I'm never sure know. It could we could get someone in power at some point, yeah, uh, who who's running running the gigs around here, whatnot, and they could do the same thing. Mm. Like, they could completely fuck up our scene too. Um, so it's always. Good to know how to combat it, how to fight it, and how to f- put those people in their place, and Definitely. not f- not fuck with what's you know not really something they should be worrying about. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, it, you're saying when beforehand that it was a that it was pretty light. Was it like a, a weekend that you went down and played, or uh, I think it was like a Thursday <clears throat> night. It was like the you know just kind of. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Just like the 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 regular kind of Thursday night, you know, just the metal, middle metal of the show, yeah, yeah, metal right. show at the. I can't even remember where I played. Jesus, I don't even think it's a venue anymore. Yeah, right. I, I don't remember. Um, huh. Well, I mean that in in saying that, uh, too many too many beers between now. And <laughs> no, no, not even I, anything to do with the beers. I just mean like the whole the whole Sydney music bullshit. Yeah. Like it could not be a venue because it could have been shut down because of that it's, shit. It's it's not even like unlikely at this point. Yeah, it, it has probably happened that way. It's a worrying thing, mm. you know. Well, to they've think just that, got a crowbar down in Sydney. Yeah. So, you know, but they took over the bald-faced stag. So it's who who knows who knows what. As far as I'm aware, um, as of recording this right now. Um, they're going to the polls this weekend, I'm pretty sure, uh, down in Sydney. So I could guarantee you that who, the people in power now, the, the libs down there, 
they won't be in um, yeah, by the end of it. Fingers crossed. Oh, I, can, I, I can't see it happening. Mm. Um, but, you know, hopefully that's a turning point for that yep, shit yep. and hopefully you hear less and less about how the festivals and, and the venues are getting fucked over and yep. more about rebuilding, which would be nice to hear. That's what exactly. I'm looking it's, to. it's like if, if, if 10 venues sprung up, mm. I'd, I'd arrange uh, a, a, a vast street party yeah. in Sydney. And I'd 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 bring all my friends from the whole world. Is it a lot of is it a lot of investment to to a interstate? Like you've got to put a fair yeah, bit of money into it, surely. It, look, you know, living living as a let's say as a poor musician, uh, definitely. If I if I had my way, I I would never stop touring. <laughs> yeah, I would never I would never uh, not be playing shows most nights a week but as it stands now just you know kind of eking out a eking out a living is is all all I can really do at the yeah. moment which is you know I've I've got plenty of time to do things that I enjoy you know but it, it I don't know the the more things you do and the longer you do those many things the the more tired you end up <laughs> and yeah. uh but I don't know. At th- at this point, I think I think shaving my head was probably symbolic of me having had enough of doing too much. A fresh start. Yeah. Symbolic. Let's. Yeah. 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 Let's call it a, a, a an act of control on myself. Taking control. Taking control of my my everything. <laughs> and hey, all power to you, man. You got to look after you at some point. Well, you and know, it's, it's fucking hard sometimes. So I think you get I, caught in the rush of things and shit. You I know? think it's something that people, especially in in music, in in heavy music especially, I think a lot of people are very aware of their own uh, kind of mental mental battles, mental journeys. But I think, I've, yeah, I think a lot of us uh, like to think that we're maybe tougher than our own brains, which is oh, fucking ludicrous if it, you think about it. It is. It is. Absolutely. Um, I've found, especially like you were saying then, that in, in, in the, the metal community, not so much the metal community, but just in, the, uh, in what people would not normally listen to is yeah. what I like to Let's brand Let's call it as. the alternative music yes, scene. the alternate scene, whatever. Yep, yep, yep. But say... It goes further than just music. It's yeah, but I've found in my experiences that a lot of the people that come from that... Uh, the punk scene, the metal scene, hardcore yep, scene, yep. whatever. They're very open about – well, they're a lot more open, I should say, yep. um, about troubles that they've had, mm. mental illness, um, f- like just fucked situations. They're yep. a lot more open about talking about it mm. um, compared to like your, like the regular sort of music scene, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which is really weird because is that I to could say, base, I is could that base to say this radio or is that to say like oh, I wouldn't say radio per se or just just more so the common bands people would listen to. It doesn't have to be on the radio these days yeah, anyway, yeah. but you know just popular yeah, say popular yeah, bands. Yeah, um, because like I'm not going to say them by name, but I know I, I have friends of mine um, that I know for a fact they have, and and it's nothing against them. Hmm. It's just the the way that they've tra- like with how they've traveled through life and what they've experienced has been different to say mine and everybody else's yeah, yeah. but all but but all of them the ones that I'm thinking of um all kind of listen to the same style of music <laughs> and yep. they all 
don't talk about their feelings as openly, say, yeah. as I would. I'll come along and tell them some, like, pretty heavy shit. Like, yeah. oh, man, like, I was having a pretty bad, bad day the other day. Like, if, if, you know, oh, mm. man, if I forget to take my, my, my antidepressants, you know, yeah, for yeah, a day yeah. or two, mm. um, I start getting really lightheaded and I start, like, I can feel, like, almost my mind just warping creeping, in a sense. Creeping yeah, back just, up on you. Yeah, yeah, yep, just yep, like, yep. you know, I just need a crumb of serotonin. <laughs> um, and Jeez, me, I have a crumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, I, and, and it just, it hits me in a wave sometimes and it, and it fucks with you in such a bad way. Definitely. And it, and, and it can just make you feel... Uh, just unempowered in in that yeah, sense, yeah. and I am quite open about talking about that stuff mm. now because mm. I know how hard it is for a lot of people too. Yeah. And with them, they just it it's not like they're just kind of like taken away by it, like taken aback, I should say, or mm. you know taken back by how open I am about it. Like oh yeah. shit, like I didn't realize that was what was going on. It's like, well, that's why I'm telling you, man. Like yeah, I'm yeah. talking. It, well, it, you can talk about your feelings and not feel like you're a, like a piece of shit or a pussy yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Like, I think I think uh, we're 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 kind of coming into a time where uh, the the stigma of people addressing their own mental health is kind of wearing off. When you know it's it's <clears throat> it's becoming broader and more acceptly. More, more widely accepted knowledge that, um, you know, uh, uh, every, everybody's dealing with some shit. I think mm. uh, probably probably a generation or two back from us, we, you know, our parents, their parents, I think were so, they were so conditioned to just, you know, if they were a dude, it was like, yeah, I think they're understand. Shut up, deal with it, you know, harden up. You're, you're, you know, you're a man. You've got to be the man of the house, and then you got to, you know, yeah, kind of wear this where this fucked up mask of like, you know, uh, being okay when uh, definitely a lot of people, you know, uh, end up kind of suffering silently because they think that it's, it's very much just yeah. them or, you know, the, the other people won't understand, but it's like, you know, a lot of people now too, though, which is really, which is a really good thing to see is that um, they're also identifying when like they're starting to identify sooner when, like, say, the trauma yep, that yep. has eventually led to their thoughts and feelings about where they are now yep. have come from, mm. and then they can work on that with with themselves or with friends or with a, mm. with a therapist or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yep. Um, but a lot more people now, it's getting better. Mm. You know, I think you I think know? if I was ever if I was ever gonna look back into education <clears> or <throat> you know pursuing something in in university or. I think I think a really worthwhile thesis subject would be like uh, the attachment of uh, you know traumas in in uh, you know quote unquote the heavy music scene and kind of how people address that within themselves. That's a bit, it's a bit vague how I've just put it, but uh, I think not. I, I get what you're saying though, because it just made me think of recently this article that had come out about this study that's been going on for however many years with uh, heavy metal and, and, yeah. and death metal and stuff yeah. saying that people that listen to uh, heavy metal and, mm-hmm. and, and, and death metal and whatever genres you want to call about it, just the heavy music in general, um, are happier people mm. uh, in the long run. I don't have the, 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 the facts and whatnot right on me. I just remember reading the tagline of the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean... 
it's even if it's not so much that they're they're happier that for me i can look at that and take it as well even even if some of them aren't as happy as that they say they are they're a lot more open about yep. shit too and, and, as well and more aware yeah. of of kind of and they're also aware of the fact that half of these like three quarters of these songs that you're re- that you're listening to lyric wise as well are not fucking serious. Yeah, like, no, it's it's know? it's in the same way that you know you you sit down and you watch a Quentin Tarantino film. You're not like, oh my god, mm. I should go out and you know shoot shoot minorities or some you know stupid shit. It's like, yeah, definitely, you know, every, any any form of expression is to be taken with a grain of salt. You know, you can't, you know, you look at it, you look at mm. a painting, you know, of a of a a naked figure and you're not like, Oh man, I'm offended by that. You know, you, you're looking at the brush strokes, mm. you know, and you're looking at the, the composition of the art. You're not, you're not thinking like, Oh man, you know, I wish they'd cover up those genitals. I think in this day and age as well, if anyone's bitching about that, they need to grow the fuck up. <laughs> that, that's just me, you know, yep, yep, yep. like that's just fucking dumb. That's it. Um, but yeah, I do understand exactly what you're talking about though. Like it's just one of those things. That will, and it, it, it's it. Like I said earlier, I, I can. I'm seeing that there's more people being open and honest about it, yep. and that's what you want. And it also leads me to ask you as well, because I'm I'm getting ready to fucking stretch my legs. But I still wanted to ask you this before <laughs> uh, before the zone goes. Um, f- your favorite lifestyle aspect of being a musician, and your least favorite. Oh, good questions. You know? My most favorite, I think, is that it has really provided me a platform to stay connected with the people that I want to stay connected with, but also, um, I guess, the deeper I get involved with it, the more people it allows me to meet. I guess always, you know, struggling struggling to make friends or whatever in school. And then all of a sudden this avenue of like, oh, well, I know a lot about music. And, you know, at the top of this, you called me Metal Josh. And that's yeah. that's a name that I got <clears throat> given by my peers. Well, you know, I, did, I didn't call myself that. Yeah. It's just well, people around first, me called me that because I knew a lot about metal. I can't, <laughs> and that I can't, was yeah. all I did yeah. was, you know, talk about, you know, the new metal band coming out of you yeah. Know, yeah. India or something, you know. It was <laughs> Dude, always, always something days back in the day as well. I keep thinking oh, about absolutely. that shit too. Absolutely, um, fucking love that era, especially. I, like, I just wish I'd had an emo band so I could have had something on MySpace to get <laughs> to get deleted, which yeah, oh, which only right, yeah. only happened like today out, or yesterday. Yeah. Like I saw that too, from two thousand and three to two thousand and fifteen, all the fucking music. Apparently, I haven't I haven't searched it to find out yet, but that would be devastating. That, if yeah, it's can true. you imagine? Can you imagine being a band who prides themselves on being this like Midwest to, Midwest used, emo band? Only had music on MySpace yeah. between 2004 and 2014, I used to go, and then their whole discography is just like destroyed, just yeah. blown up. I used to go back and listen to a band that was from the coast back in the day called Before the Throne. They were one of my favorite bands. Because hey, if then. you say Morning Tired, sorry, oh. no, no, <laughs> no, not, no, not Morning Tired. <laughs> Before the throne, um, because that was like at my peak, like in getting into the heavy shit, and yep, I was yep. just like, "Fucking yeah!" Oh, we all had and, a path, and, man. Yeah, and they were just like, "Your gods are fake," and like they were just like all into that shit, and I'm like, "Yeah, I think God's fake too," and all this bullshit, yeah, yep, yep. yada yada. 
Um, I'm woke now, but like <laughs> we're all woke now, bro. <laughs> don't don't you worry about uh, that. But you know that was that was like my hard out phase yep. where I was just like fuck yeah, upside down cross, yeah, religion's oh, yeah. a poison, all this bullshit, moshies. Yeah, yeah, perfect example. And um, I would listen to those guys all the time, and they were on MySpace. And now if I go back, and I'm I'm worried now that if I go it's back, gone. This, yeah, if it's all gone, man. Dude, that's what you I'm, hope. I you hope somebody yet. ripped it to YouTube, otherwise. It's yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna have to your favorite core bands from and you know that was the a early MySpace era one. Yeah, the other one was Make Them Suffer that I'm that I'm oh, that I'm friends yeah, with as well. But still, like they're they're still going. Before they're on Spotify, the, aren't yeah, they? Jesus, yeah, yeah you know? I've got them on here as well. But like before throwing it, they were only just on MySpace yep. as far as I was aware. So like, yeah, perfect example. Like, fuck, how do you lose all the music? It's, what happens? It's, it's a it's a it's a huge blow to like. So many people's life. Because I mean, like, I, I get not mine, it. Like, thankfully, my, but you know, no, a lot of right. other people. Yeah, but like, I mean, some people, I, I guess, still use MySpace. Uh, you'd have to be, I, you'd I honestly, have to be a real like. I really don't fucking know. Throwback enthusiast. It's, yeah, dude, it's, it's got to be same same dudes who are still like using Commodore sixty fours or something. Just, <laughs> just um, because it's like, what they're used to or whatever. Yeah. Worst thing. Worst thing about being musician. Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, it's a hard one because there's so many things I really enjoy about it. But, but well, there has to be something that irks you, though. Oh, oh. Um, I mean, there doesn't have to be. But no, I mean, okay, I just, there like, is, though. There is, though. Like, as I was about to say before, sorry, I don't mean to jump in. Uh, like, I, when I first met you as well, like, I was introduced uh, to you as Metal Josh. Um, like, oh, that's, that, they're like, hey, man, this is Metal Josh. It wasn't just a Josh. It was yeah. fucking metal. It's Josh like too. a defining feature of who I am as a person at that time. Yeah, uh, essentially, it's worked in my favor because it means a lot of a lot more people kind of remembered who the fuck I was. Yeah, but I mean, right now they remember you for the guy that shaved his head. Well, um, yeah, and that's that'll, it. That'll, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not kicking you while you're down. Guys. <laughs> don't look at those puppy eyes. But it actually now that it's grown a bit, it actually looks good. Yeah, on I don't man. I don't look like a. A, a skeleton anymore Yeah which no is nice. Which is It is It is You look You look good You look good um, Worst part about Being a musician Is people taking the piss Out of your physical appearance <laughs> There it is, is, I is say, Or, is or it only, Do you But let me guess Let me guess though You cop that When you're in D-Mum though You don't cop it In any of the other bands Everywhere else It's It's very accepted Because I feel It's, it's very normalised Almost because I feel as if you would cop it more from Demon because that is the type of band you are. You're a yeah. you're a satirical grindcore band. It was like, like the first person to cut their hair in Demon was always going to be the one to cop the most shit. Yeah, yeah. But of course, you know, I I I'm not, so I'm not going to take shit from those dudes. <laughs> so so that would be the worst thing for you. Would no, it be, the worst or? the worst thing is uh, not. This is going to sound really like vapid and like super. Uh, it's your opinion. I think I think it's the least a venue can do to provide each <clears throat> band member two beers. <laughs> it is so, it is the fucking least that any given venue can do. Obviously, you know, licensing and you know overall profit of the of the place willing, but you know if you if you're a venue, you can probably afford to give. No, so I'll, I'll scratch that. You absolutely fucking can afford to give each member of a band at least two drinks. I'm not even saying beers. I'm not saying spirits. I'm not saying just a, a glass of coke. Two glasses of fucking coke. If I if 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 
if my drummer needs to drive and he's he's got like the nothing in his fucking pocket. Yeah. You know. Well, okay. It's a it, frustration that I've had for a long time that have, maybe I haven't had the platform to air it on yet until now. <laughs> so, okay. So, so your experience Listen up then. venues. Okay. So your your so your experience in the past or even currently now is that you feel as so do you get given a bar tab for most of these things when Most often we do. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not naming any venue names, but probably the place decapitated mum has played the most. And if you know, you know. Uh we'll get like, you know, unless we complain about it, we'll get a jug for the band. And you know, do the math. It's like a band of five five strapping young lads and Liam. Oh, shots <laughs> <fired>. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, he, he probably won't ever He's hear a this. Good dude. He might Leave hear alone. this. Who knows? I love you, Liam. You know that. Um, no, you know, it's... it's yeah, it, the math uh, doesn't add up. jug is about like 12 bucks or some shit like that. It's 12 between- bucks. It's like, it's like three and a half beers. Decapitated Mum's whole shtick is being fucking plastered while we play our set. You know, it's... Maybe maybe it's greedy of us to expect is this too much just alcohol. The band though, or is this is just your maybe opinion? Maybe this though? is always just my opinion. Yes. Anything I'm saying is strictly yes. my opinion. Yes. I have to I have to make that known. Yes. But I'm I'm sure the I'm sure everybody everybody's ever played in a band would agree with me that venues could give you more drinks. More drinks. I I definitely am not even asking to get paid as a band. At this so point, at this, I'm, I'm okay. not saying, can you also pay us and yep. give us a rider? I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't, you know, so it's already like, costing so you, me money to get to the place. So you'd be, be the guy that would prefer to be paid for in booze rather than. Well, you know, it seems point. a bit. And in this instance, you would just be like, hey, I well, don't if it was want a choice like between, a bar tab. I just want to like, or anything like that for the whole band. I, I, I just want two drinks. That's just, it. Can I have two drinks? <laughs> so, you know, just just two drinks, and just then you can sort little, them those guys little out. Drinks. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah, little schooners, for six bucks each. Yeah, like, I get that. That, 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 and that's that's obviously your opinion. No, it's, a, it's always it's opinion. always it's always but, up to the business's discretion. But obviously, you know? we'll make it clear: is that obviously most venues, I take it from your experience, do give and offer a bar tab, do offer to pay you, do, and there are obviously in certain. Depending on the type of show, the booking and whatnot, and what you've got Absolutely. planned out, you can get revenue from. If if five people walk through the, the door, that's fine. Whatever, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's just one of those nights. It's a Tuesday night in Brisbane. That's fine. But, but your 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 shtick is is that it, with at least with, with decapitated mum, mm. our whole our whole business is debauchery, and right. if we if we can't properly indulge in that debauchery, mm. I feel like part of the uh, part of the experience is lost. Maybe, right. maybe that's just like a greedy thing for me. Still, the more the more I talk about it, the more I think that I just am a booze hound and I just want <laughs> free alcohol. No, but, you know, you're it, all good in that aspect. It's I'm all, not thinking you're a boon hound. It all just comes down to like, did you say poon hound? No, no, I can't even remember <laughs> what I said. Now. No, no, um, no, I said uh, booze hound. <laughs> I said booze hound. Yep, yep. Let's all calm down. Let's all calm down. <laughs> Settle down. Um, Getting too wild no, no, here, I, I, I never thought that you were a booze hound per se. 
Um, well, after that last gig you saw me play, yeah, but I was, you had gone through a new phase. Yeah. Well, I'm not giving you a, an excuse for that. Um, <laughs> but you were still you drunk. Saw as, it yeah, with I your saw own it. You were drunk as fuck, and you yeah. were just like, I don't give a fuck. Nah. But you're still I was slapping my bass. Yeah. Like not not like cool, like slapping the bass. Like yeah. I was I was just like You are a better musician than what you were uh that night, I would yeah, say. Yeah. Um, I definitely so, did not do my own abilities justice. No. Yeah. Um and in saying that, um I am pretty keen to stretch me legs for fun. Absolutely. Um, so I think we're going to jam out one of the D-Mum songs since we've been speaking about them so oh, lovingly. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, you might be able to help me with knowing what this song's about. Uh, <laughs> what's, it, what's it called, mate? Give us a, give us a rundown of even think, just the title. I don't title. think I really want to fucking say it. Um, yeah, you chose it, man. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it, was, it was such a good – it just sounded – it reminded me of like the song early 90s. Great. like. The old, song itself old school is great. death metal. Like it just yeah. had that vibe for it. I love it. But now um, you got to say it. Yeah, I do have to say it. Unfortunately, um, can you elaborate a little bit on me on the name uh, of the song, uh, Caesarean Cumball? So, I think I think the original narrative we had running for that was I think that's probably even one of the only songs on that release that we didn't release lyrics to. Oh really? I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that's one of the. Is it because it's as bad as the fucking name of the song? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. I'd, that look, sounds about. That at, sounds at this fair. point, we've we've had many discussions about <laughs> how how the music of D Mum will be received coming into the future. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just now. I'm just thinking about when when my boy starts listening to music. And then he listens to that and he's like, what the fuck is this? Not just that, but like by the time he's grown up, man, the world is going to be a completely different place. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the political climate's going to be so different. And, you know, a lot of our, our, our stuff might outright be banned for profanity laws or something. I don't know at this point. But to give you, a, to give you the skinny on um, Caesarean Cumbo. So... You know, obviously, most most people listening to this would be pretty familiar with what a, a C-section is. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so I think it was. I think, and and I think I think Ben covered this. We were all pretty like fucked up on acid when this whole the whole band and the whole uh, kind of everything about it happened. It all happened really quickly. Um, so. This particular song, I think, is about uh, removing a, a, a birth from the C-section, and yeah. then that that newborn child um, ejaculating into the um, into the open wound. Oh man, that seriously does sound like something that you'd think up on acid. What the? Yeah, fuck? yeah. No, I don't know. I really. If you regret. revisit episode one, you'll understand. Uh, everything about it. Yeah. We've come full circle. Yeah. In nine episodes, we've come full circle yeah. to this this awful, awful... Yeah. I'm, I'm glad no, episode number 10 was so we could rehash. I'm glad on. we got to episode 10. I'm g- <laughs> Thanks, Didn't want to come on at seven and have you banned forever. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have a jam of this one and we will be oh, back. Oh, yeah. I need, I honest, I, I need a cigarette after that. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone this, will, mate. <laughs> all right. This is a bit of D-Mum for you. Oh, my God. 
what was the biggest influence of that song outside of being the on disgusting, acid? Disgusting. Um, I couldn't. I could tell you our motivations for the song. Like, but, well, I mean, okay, lyrically, not, not lyrically, lyrically, it's it's all out of my hands. Yeah, lyric, that, that's fine. I don't really want to know. <laughs> um, but Nobody like, does. like I was saying to you earlier, like, uh, there's like very early in the song where it like kicks off from the intro and goes into the next part. Um, it's got that old, like, it just makes me think of old school Cannibal Corpse straight up. Was that sort of like the sound you were going for, or did it just happen? I and, think. Or it could just be me that hears it. Ah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. Um, I think we probably didn't think too much about the uh, the actual influences we were drawing from. We were just, I think we were just trying to write music as a group and like learn how to write music as a group at that point. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't so much like, oh, let's sound like fucking Nile. Let's sound like you know Blood Duster. Obviously, that's really what we were going for i think i mean was, you, you know that early song. that early well we've covered two blood duster songs we opened for blood duster yeah you know it was we we pretty much achieved the the end goal for that for for, for decapitated mum was the play from with, the outset yeah the outset was just play with blood duster and then once we once we do that we can kind of go from there do whatever the fuck we want yeah, yeah do, do whatever what you we want to do and and we were so going back to touring, um, I've had two of my bands, historically, uh, two of my bands, our third show has been in Melbourne, which is strange because some okay, of my other yeah, bands never so get out of the state. Yeah. And then two of my bands, which were, I'd say probably my least serious, uh, yeah, the second second show was in Melbourne, which was crazy one time we were decapitated mum we opened a, a festival to and played to nobody uh, and we drank dreadnoughts rider and it was awesome <laughs> and they got they were storming around all pissed off all night and they never found out and i hope they never find out uh, and that was that was for some not was it a music article or it was a it was a it was like a, a magazine magazine yeah yeah uh, I know that one that, yeah, I remember when you guys went down for that too. Yeah. Yep. Trend Kill. That's what That's it was. It. Trend yeah. Kill Magazine. We went down for their anniversary show. Yep. And we played to the sound guy because <laughs> um, nobody else realized we'd started. And by the time people realized we had started, the set was finished. How would they, how would it take them that long? I don't get that. You're making a whole bunch of fucking noise. Like, was, oh, it, yeah. was, it, was it, did it sound like a sound check or did it? <laughs> Well, maybe maybe it only went as long as a regular sound check. So I think uh, I think you know we got our levels and shit, and then classic it was, misdirection. Yeah, that's the thing. It's you know, someone has uh, there's a flimsy door. You you just be like, no no no, sound check, and then you play your last song when people coming in and be like, that's it, good night. Pretty much. See you later. That's no. pretty much what happened. Um, <laughs> so yeah, D D Mum played first to nobody, and the second time I went to Melbourne was with Peyote Goaty, uh, and we played last at again a festival and i don't remember playing it because we just got given free booze all night which ties nicely back into my point musicians Uh, really just appreciate free drinks (laughs) we just love the free drinks it's what we're all about you put all the blood sweat and tears into the into the music into playing it you just want to have a thirsty one at the end of the night exactly 
you lose blood, you lose sweat, you lose tears, you're thirsty at the end of the day. <laughs> you got to fill you the need, veins up. You need a. In fact, I'm. I've got it right now. Yeah. No. Good shit. Good shit. Um. So for you personally, have you had many ups and downs in the scene? Like, well, not so much the scene, but like, have you had many ups and downs in in the time that you've been involved musically? Playing shows, being with bands, have you have you noticed a trend of anything that goes along? In, in, in the only thing I've noticed that I could call a trend is that you can't you can't lean on trends in uh, in this scene because it. Oh, can you elaborate? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like I think a lot of a lot of people. I could I could I could probably sum it up, but I don't want to I don't want to go making enemies. <laughs> I don't know that I would anyway, but um, I think I think there are definitely certain I've, I've probably been guilty of myself to be honest. Um, you know, certain certain sounds that get pretty pretty popular at certain times. Um, and yeah, I mean looking back I've definitely been part of those groups of people who are just kind of doing what's going at the time. Yeah. Um you know, I, I don't feel in myself that I was ever doing anything because it was the thing that was happening around me. But um, <clears throat> I think a lot of my, as I've musically evolved, I guess, and even as a person, I think my my interests have been where the popular uh, opinion goes, whether that be, you know, today it's death metal, tomorrow it's, you know, black metal, tomorrow it's, you know, the day after that it's, back to doom and then it's to thrash metal again. And, you know, it's, it's, it's this kind of, it's, it's almost like, uh, like a handful of handful of seeds getting passed around between every scene. And every time, every time it lands somewhere, a bunch of bands take these, take these seeds away and, you know, they, they turn into other bands and I don't know, that's pretty vague. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing my idea justice, but, um, I think, uh, do you think it can have anything to do with bands trying to uh, stay relevant by being borderline? Were you going to say capitalize? No, no, <laughs> no. Um, or I mean, it could still be in that. You could still tie it into that as well, I suppose. But in in that same aspect, do you do you find a lot of them, or just you personally? Have you have you seen or wonder why? Some of the, some bands try to push the boundaries with some of the their beliefs and 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 what they try to get across as being edgy and over the top. Have you been? I think I think we're at a point where, especially in extreme, let's call it extreme music from here on out. I think in extreme music, you know that that that's a pretty wide umbrella term. That really that collects a lot of high energy distorted guitar. Musics, loud music, loud heavy music, music you know. distorted music. The list goes on. Absolutely. Um, I just think a lot of a lot of bands at this point. Uh, oh, it's it's hard to say anything without just sound every every single thing I think about. I just sound like a a, a dickhead to myself. <laughs> it's, I'm not. It's not I'm so not trying it. to. I'm not trying to disparage anybody. But I think uh, it's not so much that you have to disparage anybody from. From being a musician or or, or putting out Definitely. their views, but what I'm what I'm trying to say is like uh, the most 
the most recent thing that I remember off the top of my head, um, and I don't have a problem with saying it or calling it out mm. because in this day and age, like you said, like there's a lot of things that you need to fucking get over and and grow up about. Yeah. And ages ago, there was that incident, if you remember, with Big Bong and Baby, oh, I'm pretty yep. sure, yep. with the Nazi flag, yep. right? At the who in their right lady. fucking yeah I yeah who in their right fucking mind in this day and age is going to put that shit up regardless if it was for a friend if you're putting it up for your friend you're a fuckwit end of story I, it doesn't matter see that's like, the thing it's like the I don't I don't want to call it the rumor mill but you know I I wasn't there in that room but I had a lot of friends who were in that room yeah and uh, I think a lot of people got different ideas about why they did it. Does about it, why they yeah. so so for anybody who doesn't know yeah um this band big bong and baby uh whipped out well notably two members i think it's two members whipped out a swastika flag on stage um i've heard it was for multiple reasons i've heard it was for shock tactics I've heard it was for as as you've just said it was for a friend or something like that's that that's what i heard that was I've yeah heard, yeah, I've heard it was for, um, you know, the the obvious. Oh, we are Nazis. <laughs> we, you know, but this it's, is yeah. It still fits in that category. Like for me, it still fits in that edgy category where they're trying to push the yeah. boundaries and be noticed. But that aspect of it is the for me, and I think for a lot of people, yep. would be that one. That's the wrong way to go about it. And two, yep. why? Mm. What? What? We know what that we know what that flag is tied to. Yep. We know what it stood for back in the trying day. Trying to trying to repurpose it is fucking yeah. silly. But I think, we're, you know, and I'll go back to you know definitely within the uh, kind of confines of extreme music. I think pushing the boundaries has always been such well, a. That's why I wanted to lead on to this too, is yeah. because with heavier music, um, you find. That and especially in like like the black metal genre yeah. as well, they push the whole fucking well, devil God, like devil shit and like burning churches crap. Like not all of them, but there are there have been. Well, some. you know, we 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 very quickly get onto the topic of, uh, you know, as we've as we've just briefly touched on, you know, almost you know national socialism, mm. you know, in a in a in a country <clears throat> where our national socialist quote unquote presence is basically made up of, you know, angry, angry racist bogans who, you know, share mm. maybe 50 teeth between them. <laughs> it's <laughs> shots. Fired. I'm, I'm not trying to get angry at any, any Fraser Anning supporters over here, but uh, you know, don't give that time. They don't give that fuck with. I'll the, give, I'll give egg boy. I'll give egg boy a time of day, but I won't give, no, he it, shall and, not be named again. That time. and it's again. This is not. That's not music related, but it does still tie into. It the impacts fact everything. It does because it affects everyone. Because that person, represent, he's a Queensland senator. Well, that's exactly the end right. of the day. Like you he, know, he, he could have a say in how our our it, whole way of life exists because he's been put in that position of power. Exactly right. And and someone with that mindset, someone with that belief of why something as horrible as what did happen happened because of what he thinks, mm. 
I don't understand how someone can f- yep. mentally. I I just don't understand it. It's 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 fucked. Yeah, you know. So you know, and with that, you, it, it's a completely different contrast. But you still do find bands um, wanting to push the envelope. You want yep. you want yep. you don't want them to be stale and the same. I get that. But there's a there's there's only so many times I can hear somebody say "Hail Satan" in a song before it fucking doesn't mean anything, you know? Yeah, but you know, part of part of the uh, part of I guess the attraction for heavy music for me has always been finding that boundary. You know, I remember so clearly for years and years, it was always like find something more extreme than what you're listening to now. I'm I'm pretty on into this band at the moment called Slaughter to Prevail, and they're like one of those Corey bands or whatever. But Sounds they're lovely. Pretty, but they're pretty fucking. They're pretty sick. And um, you don't have to defend anything to me, mate. <laughs> I've got a I've got a wide variety of things I and, enjoy. Oh yeah, like let's I get the Miles Davis shits. going. If they're, man. if they're fucking, if they're heavy, they're heavy. I'm going to listen to it. Um, the, Johnny those, Cash is heavy. Heavy <laughs> is subjective. <laughs> the, those guys are from Russia. Um, and they oh the Russian Russian slam is just a I'll, different I'll get them on different thing entirely I'll, I'll get them on while we're talking anyway but um like they have issues coming over to the states to play now because oh, yeah, of yeah, said yeah, of course because of said relations between America and Russia mm. and the fact that the the immigration and whatever those fucking laws and shit with the airports and coming Tourism over and stuff laws. like yeah. Um, has changed a lot since um, fucking Mannequin Head came into power over there. <laughs> mannequin Head. That's um, the first time I've called that man. Yeah. Well, I mean, damn. He there's nothing on his head is real. So like, yeah. Good you know, point. Fuck. Good point. Um, you know, ever since that sort of like it, it he's like one of those like makeup Barbie yeah. busts. That <laughs> they did a really bad fucking job. It was awful like the, one. It was. It's the first attempt, and they're like, "Put it in the bin." It's like it, it lived. It's like the 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 one that the the little girl cut the hair with scissors by himself, yeah. and then it, and then it's like, "Well, we've got to throw it out now because it's ruined." Yeah. But you know, they just pasted some like orange, like Cheetos <laughs> dust on the face, and they're like, "Bump yeah. it up to president." But see, in in saying that too about them, um, this is them on now, by the way. Um, Hell. The song is yeah. called Hell. Yeah, just straight up. A lot of their lyrics are written in Russian as well, oh, well and, and, it's, and it's spoken in Russian too. Well, uh, Again, awesome aspect, and you wouldn't even know because of how heavy they fucking are too. Again, that style There's of only so much- But they know, have a lot of issues coming over, like touring, especially into America because of that relationship. They've had about- I, I was looking up on it today, actually. Like, They had about like two or three tours to the States that were cancelled due yep. to visa issues. Right, I mean, we're, like we're we're striving forward into this weird, brave new world where, like, if if you if you looked side eyed at a at a politician in your country, yeah, then you are you're like you know Behemoth twenty years with, gulag, um, Nurgle or whatever his name is, uh, Adam. I can't remember his fucking last name. I just know him as Nurgle, Dansky um, or some shit. Something, yeah, yeah. something Nurgle. Like you that. say yeah. Nurgle, everybody knows. Yeah, him. yeah. Um, he coffee years, boy years ago. He coffee had, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he had that whole debacle with tearing the the Bible mm, on the mm. stage. I don't know if he said it a lot or not, but he did tear. I know he he, yeah. he tore it up and all that bullshit. 
and uh, he got into a lot oh. of trouble in Poland because well, of that. It goes, and it goes, it goes back to like, you know, there any, are, there any, are very anybody who was ever like doing something fucked up on, you know, Manson mm. in in the mid nineties. You know, oh, he was a big target for a lot of people back then too. I, you know, I hate to be the guy to bring up, you know, the 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 whole the Manson red. dynamic in yeah. music, but it's like, you know, it, it was such a good such a good indicator of kind of where the not even just the conservative religious world is at, but really like everybody is at where it's They were trying to find a scapegoat with him because yeah, he was different. Yeah. And you know, before Manson it was uh it was Judas Priest. Yeah. You know, yeah. and before that it was Ozzy Osbourne, you know, kid fucking blows his head up. Yeah. You know, sitting at home and there's an Ozzy Osbourne turn, you know, record on the turntable, and oh, of course, it must fucking, have been Ozzy Osbourne. We, that we go it. straight yeah. to our lawyers and we see what we can do about it. And yeah. you know, it's like, well, then offense, offense is not, uh, sorry, offense is not uh, restricted to uh, any generation's like uh, sensibilities, right? Like, you know, you always get, always get people who are offended by fucking any I feel like I said way too long to say this really simple <laughs> thing I think I think the longer I took to say it the better it would be people are just looking for shit to be offended by and I I don't think that's you know I don't think the act of being offended by things is necessarily a bad thing but I think the the overall maybe sensitivity of us as a species has like, you know, we've, our, our skin has thinned over time and you think it'd be the opposite because, you know, we're, we're constantly exposed to these, you know, very intense kind of world. Uh, I, I, I do get where you're coming from in that instance. Yeah. You know. Like there, there are people that take it, um, that can take it. It's like, it's like we got mm. bubble wrapped, but you know, we were, we were real tough and then we were bubble wrapped and like, you know, we, 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 we got, we got like a bit soft and weird and now it's like, you know, we've, we've come into this time where it's like, okay, time to take the bubble wrap off. Everybody's got their own, like, you know, everybody can stand on their own two feet. Everybody's got their own voice. I, yeah, I, I, I agree to you with that to some point. I think a lot of it has to do with nowadays though, that people are just fed up with, sh- with stupid shit yeah. as well. Like if you're, if you're being stupid or if you're being over the top, you're being unnecessary with your statements, with your beliefs or whatever yeah. like that, people are just going to call you out and be like, hey, that's fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Like stop it. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people think that it becomes the whole people are soft. Yeah. Is that they're so used to being able to say these outlandish things mm. and people not bad an no eyelid. No consequence. Exactly, and day, now yeah, people yeah. have had enough of that shit. And because with with everything happening very recently, with with um, this whole shooting thing and how media oh, it feels is like perceived. every week there's another there's I know, another I know. global event that really you know shakes up. Yeah, you, the amount of filth that you see in some of these comments with what people mm. say and stuff as well is just beyond a joke. And people wonder why that we have quote unquote soft skin is because we see that sort of shit mm. from these people spouting, you know, as an example, I, I um, posted a picture on the podcast page not long ago of these comments made by these people about the shooting mm. and they were telling 
with multiple people liking it and love hearting it and like an angry face as well but like the majority of it from memory was likes and love hearts to it was like give the guy a medal like no charge you know he's yeah. done his fucking service and all this shit i'm, I'm afraid of muslims please like, protect me like what <laughs> i that's the sort like that's not that's the wrong kind of edgy you know what i mean like mm. that's fucked up like mm. you do not support that thing like and people I'm are not like, gonna oh, say you're just being it's my opinion i can yeah. have it it's like well it's not right mm. and it's not a good one yeah. i'm just letting you know mm. i'm not soft skin but you're just being a fuckwit yeah no absolutely you know? that's like, that's that's what i'm trying that's what i'm seeing yeah absolutely you know absolutely i i i i get where you're saying though where there are people that will take it a little too far and play that card of it, you know, I'm offended. Mm. I, I, and people will milk that. Even and, you know, swinging for the, mo- for the majority of the time, people are being called out for the shit that they yeah. need to be called yeah. out for. You know, and then they're coming back at you, going, "Oh, everyone's soft skin." Uh, no, mm. you're just an asshole. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. Of course, of course. But yeah, I, I do, I do agree to some point in what you're saying in that yeah, aspect yeah. too. Um, and it also ties in to another thing as well that I was going to ask you was that um, with with you writing your music, do you have any sort of political? Uh, influences that come into any of the stuff that you write personally myself if it's uh, band related or if it's you personally like do you do you find like you're right you're not usually writing lyrics no no i've i've, so I've never i've never had a hand in writing lyrics so, so it's always pretty your your expression comes yep. through by the music that you're playing not that you're singing yeah so how in that instance could you bring that across in what you're writing well, I think does it come in does it come into part with said musicians with you to build that that sound to build that vibe that you're searching for? Yeah, I think I think uh, you know each group is always going to pull its own its own sound, its own you know vibes. Yeah. Um, but I think to to address the the top of the question, I don't think politics really ever comes into it. Yeah. For me. Um, in, interpersonal politics, you know, like just just dealing with people around me. Uh, you know, we'd 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 probably call that relationships instead of you know ne- difference of opinion with yeah, friends and yeah. stuff like that. It's under- you, you're going to get that with everybody and anybody, in in, in my opinion, yeah. like regardless of your friends or not. But excuse me, it's when it comes to uh, the music that you put out that will always stay there. Yeah, you know. Conversations you'll remember, but hmm. it's not going to be there forever. But yep. the music that you put out <laughs> yep. is going to be, and whether or not it's you a have scary those. thought. And I think I think a lot of people poor MySpace. <laughs> rest in <laughs> yeah, but rest yeah. in peace. But it, but it is like you said, um, the music that that you put out there online is going to be there for a long time. Exist forever, you know. Um, I think uh, a lot of a lot of people. Definitely, like, you know, even even just to bring up, like, a pretty recent uh, kind of instance of it, um, you know, you get bands like Hortopsy. I think they're from Western Australia. Uh, Maybe one of, the, one of those, one of those I think they're states. from New South Wales. I think. I, don't, I could be wrong on that, oh, too. Well. But I know, I know they played recently uh, with A Night in Texas. Big fan yeah. of those guys, yeah. too. And they're from Brisbane as well. Yes, I know. Um, hectic, like, 
typical deathcore sound, but they're fucking mental. So if you want yeah, to go check yeah, those guys out, fucking do it. Definitely. Um, but While yeah. we're plugging deathcore yeah. bands, oh, mate, Reptilian mate. Civilian, yeah. get on it. Yeah, I'm I think they're, they're recording. That's they're, they're rehashing a lot of the deathcore days. Acid Matt and I, uh, we went to a lot of gigs back oh, in the day. Matt. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, both of our... Both of our favourite gigs back in the day was when we saw Whitechapel and Psychroptic out in a shed down That would the Gold have been Coast. fantastic. It was... Uh, like 13-year-old oh, Josh dude. is fucking salivating over that lineup. It's quite funny too because that gig was originally supposed to be at the Logan Entertainment Centre when oh, they came and played. Yep. Fucks me know why it was there of all places, but they got it got moved because of shitty sales, oh, obviously. They couldn't like, sell the out fuck? an entertainment centre yeah. with a deathcore band in Logan. <laughs> yeah, Go figure. Right. So that should have been ground zero for the, selling. I think out it your was show. the day before or the day of that it got moved, and yeah, we ended up getting a lift down there because we're like, "Fuck, we have to go to the coast now." Like like shed was, five. Yeah, I think it was shed five or um, expressive no, grounds. Expressive maybe? grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah expressive yeah, grounds. Yeah. It was down there, and it was Whitechapel, um, Psychroptic, a band called Discord from uh, WA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Aversions Crown, early day Aversions Crown. Damn, that's when I knew him. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure Among the Vanished opened it. That's why we wanted to go. Like, they were, like, old school MySpace, man. Yep, yep. Like, they were... Well, well every band you've just said, I'm yeah. pretty sure, got there. That they, they got their starts out, that that's shit, it. man. That's it's it. a sad day. MySpace, man. I don't know what's going on. Didn't realise how much a, did it affect me. It, it obviously has. It's affected me too. It's just coming up all night tonight. Damn. But like, yeah, so that probably had about 100 people there. And like to think of where fucking Whitechapel is mm-hmm. now today, uh, Psychroptic as well as Aversion's Crown. Uh, any like, time a, a notable international band is touring, it's like, oh, yeah. and Psychroptic's playing too. Yeah, I love Psychroptic, but it's like Psychroptic almost feel like the the like the guiding hand for for international bands to come through and you know have a have a tour that they know is going to sell it's really get well. People there, yeah, you know, you know what Psychroptic's it's, like. It's 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 fucking marketing genius. Yeah, part of me is like, man, I've seen Psychroptic thirty times at this point. Yeah, no shit. I wish I, w- I w- I'm not even exaggerating that that much too. Like, I, I really have seen them, like, almost twice a year since I started going to gigs. It's funny as well because, like, Aversion's Crown, like, they go hard. They're, they're one of the bands that I've always enjoyed listening to. Not my favourite or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure I've seen them, like, the most out of any bands mm. that I've seen. Mm. Like, they're over the double digits as well. And it's just so happened that they were on that lineup when I was yep, going to go yep. watch it, you know? And like that, and to see what they're doing now, they're like they're touring overseas and all that shit yeah. too. And you're just like, "Fuck, man!" I remember watching you in the shed. It's and so the cool, cool. Thing is, cool thing is, you you go see bands for that long, and you know you turn up. It doesn't matter if you've physically changed appearance or whatever. Mm. Like a lot of the time, those those people in those bands will be like, "Hey, man, I remember seeing you in the shed with like you know twenty people." Yeah, I remember. I remember that weird time where I was totally in my head, but I recognized every face in the room you know when when make them suffer did their first tour over here um they played at rosie's um <laughs> yeah i know peace yeah. and it was on a thursday night too. i only got like, to play yeah. twice but yeah. man i'm got i'm glad i got to play it all that and was such a good place oh such a cesspit though it was oh, so yeah, funny but, you know um but that's brisbane for you yeah. isn't it <laughs> 
good. It was a good lineup as well. It was them with a State of East London, a, a Versions Crown again, yep. and um, someone else I can't remember. Um, yeah, and I there was like what twenty thirty people there. I've got them. I've got their like main their debut album, like mm. their logo, like the um, the guy in the cape uh, tattooed on my leg. You know, I they saw were that first, before actually. Yeah, yeah I was looking and at that. I was that like, was I'm my, sure I remember yeah, that. That was my from first somewhere. tat, and it was like the dumbest fucking tat to get done first because it was a four plus hour piece for a first tat, and it was like really well done, shaded color and shit. So I've gone from the outline being like the one needle prong bullshit to then like for most of the rest of like the last two hours of it being like all shaded and color, all color with a four, four needle point yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. I'm sitting here with a fucking ghost tattoo on the back of my leg, yeah. so don't. You know, yeah. don't 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 uh, knock yourself too hard. Oh, it we've all sucks. we've all got a tattoo that we we feel. But I I really wish like I I just knew that I was like to the guy like the guy that tattooed me. His name was Corpse, and he'd been t- yeah like he'd been tattooing for like ten plus years at that point. I only trust and- tattooists that have <laughs> animals as names: spider, like scorpion, yeah, like. Or Cougar, like, what their, like, or what their know. main influence in tattooing is, which in this instance, this bloke's was like demons and all that sort of shit, which is exactly like the it's element right the of what my tat was. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he just fit the part. I'm like, mm. you're gonna fucking do this tat for me, and yeah, first one I decided to do it was four plus hours. I remember walking back from the tattoo parlor as well, like limping, almost going, "Fuck, this was such a dumb idea. Mm. Like, why did I do this for my first one? I should have started small." Like I should have got one of the dumb ones that I've got now as a first one, um, and then move. You wouldn't to have learned one. anything from it. That's true. That's true. Like, like yeah. If I can get this piece of shit on me, I can get anything basically. Because yeah, when it got up to that point at the top of my, like, I, yeah, I know exactly yeah, the, the bit very, you're talking yeah. about. Like up and near the back of your knee. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. It's, oh, it's something else. That was the worst. It and feels hot. It feels like like somebody's actually just pressing like like uh, like a seatbelt. Left in the sun different, into okay, your leg. There's, a, there's an interesting thing. I had a different feeling. I felt like it was a constant fucking bee sting. Like, yeah, fair yeah, enough. It didn't feel like anything hot for me. It just felt like someone was just someone had got a live fucking yep. African killer bee or whatever they're called yep, yep. and just stuck it into my leg and was over just using it as the yeah, fucking yep, tattoo yep. gun. That was towards the end of it, and mm. I'm just like going to the guy. Oh, hey, man, I. You start um, to get like dizzy and yeah, fucking, and I'm just thinking like I need like, a, I need a chopper chop or some jubes yeah. or something, man. I I I need like a, a cordial just to keep my awareness. Up. I I always remember too like if, uh, coming through high school, going getting through this whole change of music and stuff, thinking fuck, man, I can't wait to get tattoos and shit. And then when I realised how much they were, I'm like, I might have to pace this unless I get some yeah like, I get a good paying job or go work in the mines or something bullshit because like. Fuck! <laughs> I've got I've got friends in heavy music who work in the mines, and you know they they they're like six months on, six months off. How do they cope with that? Because I feel with like lots of money and, and, and you know <laughs> lots of money. No, I mean like <coughs> excuse me. Um, being away for so long, and I couldn't do it. it. And musically, like so, how does it affect them playing shows? Oh, I mean, the anybody who I know has gone over to do mine work, they don't play shows anymore. Do they? They come, just don't. Do they come back and like buy a whole bunch of shit and well, they get yeah. back into it? Well, or? they 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 come back and they go to shows and go to shows and they buy all the merch 
and they yep. know, drink up the bar because it's what you do when you're over doing mine work. Yeah, you got the money. Yeah, you've got you want to support your mates. Everybody yep. around you is just like you know everybody else is a piss head. So it's like yeah, might no. as well. No, that makes that makes perfect sense. Mm. Anyway, getting back to yeah, like make them suffer at Rosie's. That was like 2011 or 2012, yeah. I think it was. Like that would have been so long the ago. Same and that was MySpace era. Same well. year that I played it. Oh, I at think. Rosie's. Yeah. Who who were you yeah. playing with then? So that was my first band, Trepidation, which was a Trepidation. Yeah, I a, do remember that one actually. Yeah, I was gonna say, and yeah, Springwood. Was, yeah. Springwood characters would remember. Yeah, uh, that's that's how I remember it, and it was through through you guys when I first met you. Yeah, however long ago it was, um, and you the first band that I knew that you, excuse me you were playing in was Trepidation. Mm, mm. Are you guys on hiatus? Are you bringing anything? <laughs> no. <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no um, so what was it like? Like because you guys brought music out um, into the waves, whatever you want to call it. Um, is it still out there now? Like, do you go back and listen to it like your old uh, shit, or do you I just? I can't. Like, I can't listen to it anymore. You, I mean, I, I can go back and try to oh, it's it, it's not so much going back and listening to it as it is uh listening to it and remembering like where i was and what i was doing at that time yeah and the people that were around me and like the experiences that i was having um and i think that that kind of mentality really carries over to pretty much anything i've ever recorded yep. um you know i'm i'm 24 years old and i'm sitting on Four full-length albums. Are you only but, fucking twenty-four? Yeah. Holy but, shit! But like, fuck that just makes me feel but so I've been, old. But I've been I've been playing bass for you know twenty-five this year. I've been playing bass for twelve years. I thought you were as old as me, man. Like that's why I'm just like thrown off by that. Well, see, you, you and I have a mutual I really friend don't know in you Sam that. Jarvis. I really don't know you that well. You and I have a mutual <laughs> friend in Sam Jarvis. He seems a lot older than me, but that's true. He's He's my age. He's a few years. He's sorry. He's a few months older than me. Yeah. But because he was put up in a grade because they came from Adelaide. Yeah, oh, I, I never knew about that whole upgrade downgrade yeah, no, bullshit. Don't even don't even talk to me about it. No. Nah. Why did you bring it up, mate? I, I Jesus I'm sorry. I, I don't want to now. Um. So I feel like um that for you in particular because you have been so involved in music for, for most of your life, mm. I would think asking you this would be an interesting one. So you said earlier that you've been playing bass for about 12 years. Yep. So 12 years old, you started playing. 13. Right? Yep. 12, 13, yeah. Was that about when you started to get into music per se or was it because you heard a band or you heard a song that you liked and you were like fuck yeah I want to learn how to play bass or I want to learn how to play guitar it was like it, it was like necessity almost mm. um yeah good like, fucking shackles song yeah. on right now anytime anytime shackles comes on oh yeah I know the, the body gets moving doesn't it I know it? you just want to fucking bang your head <sighs> it's so good damn shackles you're so good um no I guess I didn't. I didn't really have like a a moment where I was like, "Oh, that's what I need to do." Uh, it was less less uh, story worthy than that. Like yeah. my my best friend in high school, like early early high school, 
he played guitar and his older brother, who got me into heaps of music, heaps of music, really like opened my eyes to slow music, let's say, mm. uh, like big, expansive, slow music. He, he got me into that. But he also got me into uh, very rhythmically intense things. He got me into mathcore. He got me into bands like Meshuggah. He got, you know, he, he was I'm one of the guys. I'm still blown away by like, their fucking drumming pattern and their time signature, whatever it oh, is. Every time I go back and listen to those those fuckers, man, it just blows me away. Like how the fuck they can well all play in time. It just it's that's so like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. That you know, bands like that have always really fascinated me because it's you know I'm not going to say I have like obsessive compulsive tendencies, but I I'm a counter. I I will. You know, if I'm if I'm walking up a flight of steps, I'll like mentally note how many, how many steps? steps I took up. Yeah, and bands bands that are hev- heavily rhythmic really like scratch that itch for me somehow. They really allow me to uh, I don't know I- indulge in my own kind of mental fancies where I can yeah, right. I can really I can really like lose myself in in music. That's I don't know. It's it's something that attracted me to very complex music as well is because it was like the more the more notes and things that I was hearing at any given time um you know the uh, the more beats or whatever mm. the it's almost like the less I had to think about whatever I was doing whatever I was going through at the time so you know music definitely and I'm sure for fucking everybody listening um you know music was such a almost almost like a flotation device mm. um like a life raft it's it's insane how much when when you ask someone about where how it started like music started for them or what they listened to or how they got into playing it or whatever um where it all started for and who their influence was that's that's the interesting part for yeah, me yeah because I always, I always say that the first band for me was System of a Down. That same, I actually, yeah. same, actually. I, yeah. I, I, I wholeheartedly put all of my chips in that basket. Yeah, like they, System was the first one for me, and then it went. I was like, "This is heavy. This is cool. Yep. There's got to be something heavier than this." My and my I got music teacher that- in grade five fucked up. He he played. Uh, like twenty seconds of a System of a Down song on his computer while he was trying. He was trying to like get the whole like grade five class to learn like proud Mary or something like that. Yeah. You know, everybody's singing this song together, but um, on his computer, on his laptop, he, he fucked up and he played, you know, like half of the system of the down song. And so naturally I went up to him after the class and I was like, Hey man, what was that? <laughs> what was what, that? What was that thing that like electrified my soul? <laughs> what like I heard that some, was different. Yeah, I heard I some really know what intense that was. things, yeah. and I want to I, I want to pursue that. And he was he was pretty like, oh, I don't know if I should really tell you about this, but I was so like intent on finding out. I was just it's, like, no, 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 I've got you've got to tell me because like that resonated with me so hard. And he was like, oh, okay, it's this band, it's this album, and it's such a rawness to it as well that I find when when people seem to have like a an influence in music that started from something yeah that's not what you would normally hear mm. where you find out how their not so much their mind works but just what 
where they would get their influences from, yeah, yeah. like uh, especially musically as well. Like, yeah, like I said before, like System was my first one as well. Mm. And then for me, I was like, what's heavier? How much heavier can I go than this? That's how, past, and and That's how it started. That's how it started. You and me both, it sounds. Yeah. And then so for then it was Slipknot. And then from Slipknot, it was Devil Driver. And then the branch outs, obviously, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. bands in those years. Death Metal then, real quick after that. <laughs> and then it's we're not far. Grind and then we're it's not Gore Grind. And then it's it, it went Noise. From, <laughs> it went from Devil Driver to Slayer. And yep. then from Slayer to um, like the, the Corey sound. And then. Mm. The, in that era, it was when I uh, found Cannibal Corpse as yep. well. Yep. And then from there, I was like, oh, fucking, there's, is there much heavier than Cannibal Corpse? Let's fucking find out. And sure enough, there fucking is. Um, it, it, I'm still finding bands. Every, like just, every day, I find a band that is heavier than the band, than every band I had heard previous. Yeah. It's, it's, it's this constant, I don't know, like heavy music has always been this, it's such an exploration. I got, know. I got, I got a band for you as well. Uh, the Abominable Iron Sloth. Have you heard of them before? No, no. Sounds fantastic. I'm, play- I'm playing them right now. They're like this sludgy doom band. Fucking, I, 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 I started search. The, the, the only reason I fucking started searching for shit like this was like I wanted to know if there was like a a heavy band mm. that I could like. Um, like send like stupid memes about to to my mate Morgan um, <laughs> because someday yeah, like yeah. he'd just pull the fucking sloth face and I'd just be like, bro, you need yeah, something yeah, yeah, to yeah, match yeah. that vibe. And so I started searching for some funny shit and then I came across a band called The Abominable Iron Sloth and yep. I was like, this is fucking perfect. Not shit that he probably listens to, yeah, but like, it, the the album cover just had like this face of a sloth on the front of it and like with like that old school like hardcore-ish <laughs> yeah, writing yeah, around yeah, yeah. it and I'm like, this is fucking perfect. Yeah. You know? So even music, like even styles of music or band names or something like mm. that can even remind you of people or friends oh, that absolutely. you have. Absolutely. Like, so the influences can come from everywhere. Mm. And, you know... With someone like you who has been in so many bands and is still in, at this point, three, do you see yourself? Tentatively three. Tentatively I don't know, three. I don't even know what my count is at the moment. <laughs> like, do you see yourself doing this for like the rest, not the rest of your life, but like, do you see yourself, let's say not the say, next 10 let's years, not say, do you see yourself being out there uh, playing shows still? Oh, I mean, if I'm, if I'm still in Brisbane doing this if i'm if i'm back on your podcast in 10 years if i had this going for fucking 10 years oh, i'd be impressed don't don't you worry know? we'll find a way <laughs> if i've been playing gigs in this city for 10 years you'll have a way to have a podcast for 10 don't, i'll do don't my worry. fucking best that's for I'll sure i'll come back we'll, yeah. we'll do a 10 year anniversary i'm quite happy for anybody and everybody to ask me to come on as long as you know you if I don't think you're an asshole and I think you're going to come across <laughs> as a genuine person that really wants to put their side across and tell me what they think about what's going on and their experiences, sure. Because oh, I'm a pretty straight up dude. That's all we so, ever want as people, isn't it? Just yeah. to have our voice heard. Exactly. You know? And I really, uh, that was always the real big motivator for me to do this sort of thing was yeah. that I wanted not just my friends to have a bigger avenue to expose themselves with their music, but just... 
It's a platform to, for you too to to. I, you know, honestly, you I can have yeah. the discussions that you like almost need to have with people. Yeah, in, yeah, in it, setting, it definitely comes know? into play for sure. Like, I I have questions that I want to know about. Yeah. I want to yeah. know how people or why people do the things that they do, especially in 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 this style and era of music. Yeah, because it's always chopping and changing. You know, and sometimes certain certain eras of or, or genres of music will have a big fucking rush, and yeah. then it'll fade off for a bit. But then another like Ooh. genre will come through and have Ooh. a big push. A new venue will open with more shows and stuff like Ooh. that. The best example I can think of off the top of my head is Vinny's Bar. Yeah, that opened up fairly fairly recently, maybe within the last six months. And there's a lot of bands that have been going down there to Ooh. play shows where you guys played down there. With uh, Bone Marrow, Frame Three One Three, Poverotti, yourself, obviously, um, suppressant, suppressant, fenestration, I can never shackles. Say, I can never say that fucking one right, but yeah, shackles was yeah, shackles was the other one too, and you know, for a fucking Saturday night gig down at Vinny's, that's sick. It's they got Guttermouth playing in April. They got TSOL. Um, yeah, it's they coming, got them coming in September. Or I almost August. think I almost think that band is too big for that venue. Yeah, but well, you know, it's, can it's you imagine, it'll be interesting. Though? It'll be interesting to see how how a venue like that uh, can can support itself. I haven't it's, actually it's, been it's to be, it yet, so I don't know what the size and scope is like. Man, so it's, for it's, anyone else that has, it's a it's a narrow it's a narrow room. Uh, if I if I'm being honest, like it's 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 great sound for the for the space that it is. But it's, is it like crowbar esque? It's or smaller. So if you if you if you know Crowbar in Brisbane, imagine uh, half of the floor, floor space across. Yeah. Uh, you know the same distance back to the bar, but a little like less. much narrower. Oh yeah. really? So it's um, so you know, I-, I think a lot of people's uh, gripe with stages like that is that there's not really much room to see. There's not you know there's unless you're kind of right at the front, then it's you know the the effect is lost, but. At a venue like Vinny's, the stage is a little bit higher, so the you still you can still see them absolutely. Clearly, yeah, any 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 position you're in, you can you can still see what's going on. It's it's yeah. not a it's you know I think the problem that arises at certain venues doesn't doesn't necessarily happen there. Okay, narrow bar too though. So it's yeah. Well, I've always you know, and it's nothing against Crowbar as well, but like the the big bands that they've come through there, you can always think to yourself like, shit, they could play a bigger venue for sure. You Definitely, know? and it's not a dig on Crowbar at yeah. all because it is. But then I've they've seen got a great sound there. You I've know. seen I've seen some bands come through who absolutely should have sold that fucking place out and moved to a bigger venue. Yeah, play to fifty people because they're playing on a Thursday night, and you know that's that almost just comes down to like the, the gig climate we have. I think that, you know, feeds full circle into like, you know, what we were talking about with Sydney before where the, you know, the venues just don't put on enough or maybe they don't put on the right things to, uh, yeah, no, you're all good. Sorry. Keep going. I'm just getting mad confused. Yeah, no, I don't understand what's going on. I think the, uh, Connection's gone a bit shonky. Sorry, sorry. Shonky. Folks, music has been a bit of an asshole. Um, oh, well. Continue, sorry. Don't remember what I was saying. Uh, oh, well. Can't have been that important. Okay. Venues. Uh, yes, uh, venues. Some venues are good, some venues are bad. Yeah. Some venues are in the middle. No, that that's, that's the crux of what I was trying to say. Right, yeah. No, but still, like, 
because it was the the basis was with with Vinny's diaper, um, and like new venues that that can pop up, like yep. you, especially for this sort of style of music, venues mm. that will actively open up uh, a shop per se, so you can have another venue to play at mm. um, is always a benefit. Yep. Um, Distance wise, not just because it's the coast or whatever, but just in general. Like, do you have any issues with, um, when, say, when you book a show, um, logistics of getting there and stuff like that? So does it is it worth going to some of these places when you go to play them in the end? Like, when you think about it, do you have that debate? Like, fuck, I just wasted I, my time. I constantly have that debate with myself and with my, you know, with the groups I play with. Um, I think. Almost unanimously, I think the the shows that we travel for, the shows that we actually get out of the city for, uh, sometimes go down as the best ones. We, uh, I, I know certainly for Decapitated Mum, we were just discussing in the rehearsal room the other day, our bi-yearly rehearsal. <laughs> um, that, you know, That's always a fun one to talk we were, about with you guys as well. Like Wendy, we, we, you know, we, we don't record, we don't rehearse, we don't write. We just turn up and we do the thing. <laughs> we, do, we turn up, we do it well uh, sometimes. Um, but I think unanimously we said, you know, these, these shows where we, were, we weren't playing on a, on a huge dedicated stage. We were, we were really just, you know, we were on top of each other. You know, shows like... Uh, you know, not not out of the city, but Total Attack um, last year. We we played the final set of the th- three day weekend, yeah. and um, I think we all walked away thinking, "Man, that was the best show we've ever played. Maybe the best show we ever will play." We were all on top of each other. We were all just having a time, and I think I think that's really just what it comes down to. Is like. I don't care if we have to travel as long as there's like a good time mm. at the other end. It's, you know. a, a, the end result per se. Like yeah. is what yeah. you want to play shows, you yeah. want to go and have a good time. Yeah. Um, so you're saying is that regardless of where I've got to go, as long as I have a good time per se. That's the thing. I've been, I've been, I've been traveling to play music for, you know, my the 10 years Yeah. at this point. And I almost wouldn't have it any other way. Um, if I, if you know, if I was playing the same three, four venues over and over and over and over and over and over and over for 10 years, I would very, very quickly have, you know, given it up because it's, yeah. you know, you don't want to go see the same movie over and over. You don't, you don't want to go to the cinema and sit down and watch the same movie that you saw last week. It sucks. No, no. Abs- yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, I think that. Is is an insane, yeah, absolute distraction there. By honestly, one of my favorite intros oh, don't of even all get time. Me started on Black Dolly Murder. Yeah. Oh, dude. Every time that they've planned on fucking coming here, I've really wanted to go. But at like just when I've wanted to get the tickets, I've just never had the yep. money. I was like, oh. I got like, to, I got to go for my birthday when I was sixteen, and that was that was fantastic. They're like the one so far that I've that I haven't seen yet that I really want to. Oh man. Uh, you know, I've they, seen a lot of bands, but they, like they're one, they're ones up there that I haven't seen yet that I really fucking want to. Yep. You know, like I, I can't see those guys of writing or releasing anything shit. No. So far to this day, it's and that's another band that's been releasing 
since you know the MySpace days, and using yes. that as a platform as well, and yes. really. I wonder how you know, devastated those guys are now that they've lost. Well, you know, that's that's a band that really, you know, kept no, on top of their going, own material. Yeah. and you that, know. That's exactly right. Um, I think now I'm, I am struggling a little bit, to tell you the truth. Um, Getting the vapours. Sorry? Getting the vapours. Getting the vapours. No, no, man. I'm, I'm fucking dad, bro. I'm ready. To, I, I, my, bedtime, <laughs> my bedtime was an hour ago. Um, I, I would uh, actually really – I really want to plug um, Powerful Owl anyway, um, and I'm keen to listen to it as well because um, I secretly have a, a, pretty, a, a pretty good love for like Doom – Doom esque style bands and like that that really raw sound. It's kind of one of the reasons why I had like I had such a hard on for Shackles back in the day as well because their 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 twenty fourteen release that they had um, was just so in your face and you could tell as well like it wasn't overly produced. They'd gone in there, written their songs, Mm. did it as hard as they fucking could, Mm. and then came out of there just going fuck yeah, I'm stoked on this like raw energy and it definitely comes out in their in their music mm. as well and i've always had a really uh strong vibe towards those style of bands because yep. i just feel like it brings out the most always like, what attracted emotion. me to punk yeah and um powerful owl is one that i haven't really heard of much but now that you've uh, told me that you're actually in a band called powerful owl I've had to... It's fun to say. It is. It tongue is twister. Of, yeah, yeah. Zane said it perfectly before as well. And um, yeah, like it, it just finding something new every day is fucking cool too, you know? like It's, it's half the fun. It, it, for me, I, I, I just think... I, I like to think into it a fair bit too. Like not, mm. not over the top or anything, but just like what made this person write this song the way that they did. Like yep. it sounds fucking weird, but I like it. Yeah, you know, yeah, it gets yep. me bobbing my head or whatever. <laughs> but it's, it, it's a good way to also just like it kind of like explore the mind of the mm, said mm, person mm. or said people that have written this music. Like how the fuck did they come up with this? You know, because Short of sitting somebody down and picking their brain. Yeah, know, exactly if right. somebody's you written know. a song... One of the best ways. <laughs> it, yeah, and that's that's exactly right. And um, I don't remember exactly the name of the song, but it was one that was uh, – I might have it here actually. Um, sea of Gull, Beak of Wing <laughs> is the one that we're going we're gonna to finish out the night Close on. Close out on. Why is it – this is another question that I also have. Why is it that some bands or the – Black metal bands. Um, there was the quote marks in the air. Then, sorry, you can't see it. Um, I'm thinking of with Behemoth with some of their songs where they have the OV or whatever. Yeah, it is. it's well, I don't actually know where because oh, I haven't actually looked into it. But why is it that they use the OV in some of those songs? Oh, it's is it just an abbreviation a sti- style. Of no, thing? it's just a stylistic. Like, is there actually? It's something just a big. It, it's or? just a big wank. <laughs> At the end of the day, any any band that's like OV Hell or like or you know Fire and Flame or some shit, yeah, is one no, of the Behemoth it's, songs. It's, not a dig, obviously. Behemoth go hard, but like, yeah, like the OV thing. I've always wondered about it's, that. It's just because you know it's obviously supposed to be like oh oh like of, of yeah, of. but it's like you know bands bands called themselves cult, but then they spelled it like K V L T, and it's just like you know yeah. it's it's just like a stylization. Mm-hmm. You know, bands bands replace the T in their logo with a so inverted was, crucifix or something. It's just it's just like a fucking 
stylization. The so end that's of the day. so it's just for shits and gigs. Then there's nothing behind yep. it. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is um, off the Bits and Bobs EP mm. from you guys. Mm. Um, it's Put a lot of ourselves into that one. Yeah. A lot yeah. of our bits and a lot of our bobs. <laughs> Well played. Open bobs. Um, this is the last song of the EP. Sea of Gull, Beak of Wing. Yeah. And it... We both did vocals on this one. You it's both a two-piece and we both got to do vocals. Right. I recorded mine in a cupboard in one go. Why a cupboard? Uh, For the sound? Uh, no, I was actually just trying to hide from people around me. And um, I needed to do something. Sign of, kind of a social anxiety thing? Yeah, yeah, like heaps, heaps. Uh, no, pressure? I was, like, yeah, I don't want to do this in front of people? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, was, I was just like, I'm just going to close myself away and make it as dark as I can and and just be like as far removed from people as I can be and then just just belt out, you know, the words I know I have to say. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I you won't hear my voice until way at the end. Way at the but, end, um, all right. So, you'll know, you'll know, don't worry. Because, <laughs> well, that sounds yeah. like somebody trapped I've in the I've never cupboard. heard you do vocals too, so that's going to be something interesting as well. Um, I've had a fucking blast uh, tonight, man. I've really appreciated you coming on as well. Thanks I feel like we me. could fucking, like you said earlier at the night. Like could be could a two-parter, easy. We could just fucking, we could keep talking <laughs> about whatever, man. And that, that, makes it, that makes it fun. It makes it interesting mm-hmm. for people too. You know, um, hopefully, hope you've enjoyed listening to this. I've, I mean, you know what? I've, I've had just a became aware of our listeners. That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, People well, who yeah. don't exist yet, yeah, but maybe could, will listen. They might. You never know. Yeah. It's, Hello, it's, anybody who's <laughs> listening now. <laughs> You're on the airwaves for good now, man. Hit me up um, for one dollar if yeah. you got this far. <laughs> on it, like just if you just, made it this far. If you made just, if if you made it this far, come to me, Josh Dawson. Yeah. And and demand a dollar. dollar. So no, no, no. Demand knows. a dollar from me. Oh, demand a dollar. Demand from a you. dollar from me, and I'll know you got this far. You got this far into the podcast, and, and you, you know you, you you earned it. Okay, so that's you get fair. you get your you, you got your dollars Although, worth. Could they cheat though? They could cheat. Remember this. You might know. You'll have to ask. Who's skipping questions. to the end of a podcast? Yeah. yeah. Who's skipping to the last Arseholes. ten minutes of that's yeah, a, yeah? So. Yeah. And and cheaters who want to get a dollar from you, but so, they don't know. They don't know about the comp- this secret competition we've embedded in. That's this true. Episode. But they might want to hear the end of the song, and it's played right at the end. They might know how the whole fucking podcast structure goes. I might have some fans. I don't know. You know, they might know how things go. I I'm, who knows? We'll find out. Right? We'll yeah. Exactly. Out. So, just ask them a question that's happened in the middle of the podcast, yeah. and then you'll know. Then you'll know. Although now, and if they can give me an answer, I'll be impressed because I probably won't remember either. Yeah, that'll 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 probably happen too. Um, no, <laughs> I kid, I kid. I've had a really fucking great time tonight, man. Always um, glass. Uh, cheers for the Coopers as well. That's a oh, quality yeah. quality ale. Call it uh, drop. Coopers Brewery Session Ale. It's a nice fruity uh, ale to it's just to, a bit to different. Slam down, yeah, to have a nice change up. Um, we're going to finish the night out with uh, the two piece that we were just speaking about from Metal Josh, uh, Powerful Owl. It's off the EP Bits and Bobs. Sorry, Bits and Bobs. Um, and this song is Sea of Gold, Beak of Wing. Thanks again for coming on tonight, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys at some other point. Anytime you can tolerate me, I'll be back. I'll do my best too. Fantastic. All right. All right. Thanks very Catch, much. Catch you guys.
James and Riley. How you going? Oh, I'm very well. Thank you, Curtis. What's Thank- up? Oh, mate, I'm just, we're doing a promo now, right now for our new podcast. Well, what's it called? It's called Unfeatured Articles. What do we do? What do we do? Thank you for asking, Riley. We look up every week the weirdest that Wikipedia has to offer. We dive into the comedic trenches of that website and find pure gold, baby. Pure sexy gold. And we put it all on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcast. So please find us on Facebook, etc. Unfeatured Articles. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast.